0: our Bishop Troy V. Ingram, Sr. Come on everybody, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Come on and give God a praise. Come on and give God a praise. Come on and give God a praise. Give God a praise, give him a praise. Bless him, glorify him. Come on and praise him. Come on and praise him. Bless the wonderful name of the Lord. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. 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 For just a minute, for just a minute, let's lift up our hands to the Lord. Come on and lift up your hands to him in total surrender. Lift your hands unto the Lord, to the King of kings. Come on, lift up your hands unto him, for he is worthy. He is worthy, worthy of our glory, worthy of our honor. Worthy of all his praise, lift your hands unto him, hallelujah, hallelujah, as a sign of total surrender, lift those hands to the Lord, glory be to God. We praise you, Lord, we worship you. Thank you for your blood, thank you for your sacrifice, hallelujah, we bless you, oh God. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless ye the Lord. Hallelujah. He died for you. Amen. To have a right to the tree of life. Glory be to God. We worship you, Lord. Glory be to our God and King. We bless you, O Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. We bless you, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Amen. In the presence of the Lord, God is good and all the time. Amen. We are grateful and thankful, amen, to be in the house of God. Amen. We are grateful and thankful to be in the house of God with the people of God, where the praises of God are going on. Amen. We bring you greetings today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Who has saved us and redeemed us by his blood. And we are here because of the grace of God. Amen. We are here because God has been good. Amen. And for His goodness, we cannot repay Him. Amen. So, the only thing we can do is live our lives unto Him. Amen. Blessing the Lord for all that He has done and for all that He is about to do unto us. Amen. For He has brought us to this day. And for this, we say thank you. Amen. We thank God for our visitors today. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for coming. Amen. We thank... Uh, in particular, this young man for coming. Amen. For those of you who don't know him, he's an architect. Amen. 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 And he's come to take a look at our church upstairs. Amen. And we thank God for him coming out today. Amen. Bless God for him. Amen. 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 He's the son of a friend of Brother Nick, I believe amen, and he comes, amen, to help us out. We thank God for that, to take a look, amen, and to give us some advice. We thank God for him doing this, amen. Saints, open up your Bibles with me to 1 Kings, the 17th chapter. Thank God for the word is right. 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, amen. Amen. For those of you looking at that great big old monstrosity of a TV <laughs> sitting in our yard, um, somebody had placed that there in front of our church, amen, and we thank God that we just asked our brother Joe, amen, to cart it away for us, amen, and he's going to do that. I don't know who did it, amen, it was in a push cart and it looked like somebody came and took the push cart but left the TV, I tell you, people are something else. Amen. We just going to pray. Amen. Amen. We're not angry. We're not mad with them. We're just going to pray. Amen. That God will touch their heart. Amen. And what I'm praying for, what, what bothers me most, amen, is that there used to be a respect for the house of God that people wouldn't do that. Amen. If anything, they would look after the church, not put their garbage in front of the church. Amen. So, but... It's a sign of the times that we live in, amen. Show us just how people think of the house of God. So for this, we're going to stay in prayer, amen. As I was telling the tabernacle of purpose this morning, we're living in very dangerous times, amen. We have a madman, amen, who looks like he wants to bring the world to the brink of war, amen. And we know, amen, what type of war this young man is looking for. Or, are he showing us he wants amen so we got to pray for our nation amen we got to pray for the salvation of people in the world amen because i'm going to be honest with you many are not ready to die amen many are not ready to move on amen because many of them will wake up with their eyes in hell's fire amen crossing over to the other side so saints we do got to pray We do got to ask God, amen, to give us a word in our mouths to go to these people to bless their hearts. Amen? Amen. We're still under, it's all about Jesus. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Amen. Knowing it's all about Jesus, we have nothing to fear, nothing to worry about. Amen. Because the devil is under our feet. Because we know that Jesus took all authority and power out out of his hand. Amen? Amen. He defeated them right there in the wilderness. Amen. After being tempted by the devil 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus defeated him in the wilderness. Amen. And showed us that if Adam and Eve had used what he had used, Adam and Eve would not have fallen. And what Jesus did was use the very thing that God gave to Adam, God's Word. And Jesus defeated Satan in the wilderness, not with a gun, not with a knife, not with nuclear weapons, bless you. He defeated Satan with the Word of God. So we can say the Word used the Word to defeat Satan amen the logos used the rhema to defeat the enemy and came out victorious from the wilderness after 40 days of temptation he defeated Satan and saints it's the same thing with us today we can defeat our enemy because Jesus showed us how and all we need to defeat him is the word Amen. Say say with me. I just need the, I need the Word. Amen. That's what you came here today for. You came to worship. You came to get a word from the Lord so you know the way you should live. Amen? Amen. Worship the Word, the way. Amen. Because it's all about Jesus. Amen. Our thought for today, I want you to think about this this week, the power of God's Word. Amen. Again, the power of Of God's Word. How God's Word is so powerful that it brought light where there was darkness. That His Word is so powerful that it entered into the universe, amen, and created upon God's Word because His Word is powerful. And I need you to know that whatever God's Word comes in contact with by faith is changed. It takes our faith, but when we use our faith, God's Word works for us. Amen? Come on and say it with me. The Word works when we use our faith. You got to use your faith. You got to believe God. You got to trust Him that He's going to do everything. He said He's going to do in His Word, but we have to walk by faith in order to see the power of God's Word. God wants to show us the power of his word, but you have got to walk, and I have got to walk by faith. We have got to walk believing God, and when we believe God, guess what? We are going to see extraordinary things. We are going to see awesome things, because how many know our God is awesome? Come on and say it loud. My God is awesome. My God is awesome. Amen. He's not just the God of the Old Testament. He's not just the God of the New Testament. He's God today. He's God right now. He's never changed. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. Amen. He stays the same. You and I change. Amen. You and I change. We were looking at a picture from yesterday, from years ago when we was in Jamaica, when all my hair was black, Lord have mercy. What a difference. All my hair was black. I said, Lord, to get back there. But guess what? I ain't going back there. Oh, I could use Miss Clairol, but that don't mean I'm back to where I was. It's a temporary change for something that's long term. It's going right back to where it was, even when we do use it. Amen. We change. Amen. How many know we done got older? We done got slower. We don't do things at the same pace we used to. I look at my grandson. I just get tired watching (laughs) them. I wish I could get some of that energy and just bottle it up and drink it. The energy they have to move and to shift and to turn and to do things that fall and get up and keep running. Woo! I fall, we're gonna have to sit there a little bit and, and think about how we don't fall again, amen, and then move on, amen. We're changing. We live in a changing world, amen. We see the grass changing. Grass is going brown, the trees are losing its leaves. The trees and the grass is going to sleep for the winter months. Yeah, they've been a little confused, but guess what? The leaves are falling. The grass is going brown. Why? It's time for change. It's time for change. Amen? Amen. God's Word changes things. God's Word brings things to pass. This is why we have to concentrate on this week, the power of God's Word. Wherever your body is hurting, think about the power of God's Word. Wherever there's confusion or chaos in your family, think about the power of God's Word. If you got a disobedient or rebellious child, think about the power of God's Word. You got somebody in your family at death's door? You got somebody in your family who's racked with cancer? Think about the power of God's Word. God's Word cures cancer. God's Word cures heart condition. God's Word cures diabetes. Because God's Word is powerful. And whatever it comes in contact with, it changes it to what God's Word says. According to your faith. As Jesus told people in the New Testament, he told them, According to thy faith, be it done unto you. Amen. Where is your faith? Let's do some checking here today and see where our faith is, the power of God's Word. The challenge, very simple, the challenge, very simple, take authority. Take authority. Amen. This is something we need to know and to understand. Why? Because we have dark forces, demonic forces watching us. We need to know we have to take authority. We got to take authority. Over our lives, over our mind. Let me tell you something. Your mind is not gonna stop doing what it's doing till you take authority over it. Amen. Because the mind, once it gets used to a pattern of thinking, a pattern of feeling, guess what? It's gonna always keep doing that until you or I take authority over it. And when we take authority over it, the devil has got to bow. Our bodies have got to bow. Our minds have got to bow. Listen, our emotions have got to bow. Our feelings have got to bow. When we use the authority of God's word, take authority. That's the challenge. Take authority. Amen. You talking to a child? If you talking to a child, you say, "Oh well, yeah, you do. You want to?" Then he ain't taking you serious. He's going to look at you like you're crazy. But tell him, I said get up. He, oh, no, you know what? He's going to know right away. Oh, he ain't playing. Why? What are you doing? You're taking authority when you speak to him. The, and let me tell you something. The enemy don't understand he is. You can cry till your pillow is wet up. And you know, a lot, of, a lot of times, this is what happens when we're worrying. When we're worrying about things, we've given more power to worrying than taking authority over it, And because whatever you think about, you give power to it. Anybody caught that yet? Did you catch it yet? What you think about, you give power to it. Yeah. You you ain't caught it yet? How many messages? I would have wrote 10 messages by now and found eight different scriptures to go with it. Whatever we think about, we give power to. So if I worry about my bills, I give power to the fact that I don't have enough money to pay the bills. Oh, but if I think that, if I begin to think about how I serve Jehovah Jireh, how my God provides for my needs, how the righteous shall not be forsaken, how I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread, oh, my mind will begin to change. And then my mind will begin to think and remember that I serve a God who owns everything. That my God will make a way where I don't see a way, that he will provide when I think that there's nothing for me, and that he will take care of me. And then guess what? I'm giving power to God's word to work in my life. And I'm going to watch it come to pass because I'm giving God's word more authority than what I have. How many understood that? What you thinking about? We need to go back and take a look at that. What am I thinking about? Joyce, I love the way Joyce Meyer said, Joyce Meyer said, think about what you are thinking about. Think about what you are thinking about. Is that going to make you better? Or is that going to make you worse? Think about it. Some of your thoughts need thoughts about it. Some of what you are thinking about needs you to think about it. What are you saying to yourself? Hey man, let me tell you something. You can't tell yourself wrong things and then do what's right. That's not going to happen. That ain't never happened. You think wrong things, you're going to do wrong things. You think wrong things, you're going to act in the wrong way. It's when you start thinking differently that what you're doing will change. What you're saying will change. How you're feeling will change. Your emotions will change when you change. When you start, stop thinking about the confusion, and start thinking about the peace of God, that passes all understanding that will guide our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, come on, say it with me. I got to change what I'm thinking. Come on and say it like you know it. I got to change what I'm thinking. Finally, your topic. Believe God. Speak with authority. Again believe God, speak with authority. We got to believe God and speak with authority, saints. I looked up the word power because most people will look at the words power and authority and think they're the same. Not, not totally. They're different. Power means the ability to do a thing. Again, power means the ability to do a thing. See, God has the power. He has the ability to do things. He has the ability to do all things. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. He has the power and ability, the ability to do things in your life, in your mind, in your home, in your emotions, in your feelings. He has the power to change what you have no power to change. How many understand that? God through his word can change what you thought was unchangeable through his word. He gives us the, uh, he gives us the know-how through his word, and he has the power to do it. Now, again, power is the ability to do a thing. Listen to what authority is. Authority is the right to do something. Again, authority is the right to do something see when bishop is not here the assistant pastor is here i don't expect for isaiah to take authority over the assistant pastor because i didn't leave isaiah second in command i left the assistant pastor i gave him authority to make decisions in the church it would be wrong for my son-in-law, who even though he's my son, to say to Brother Lee, you can't do that. Because I didn't give him that authority. Brother Lee has that authority. He has the right, again, he has the right to do something. See, this comes from accepting and believing. When you have that authority, see, I want you want you see this. God has the power. He wants you and I to take authority. How many understand it? Again, God has the power, but He's given you the authority. You and I don't have the power. Can we agree? Without the Holy Spirit, we are nothing. Because listen what Jesus said. Jesus said in the 15th chapter of St. John, when he talked about him being the vine and us being the branches, listen what he said. He said, Without me, you can do nothing. That's the word. Without me, you can do nothing. God has the ability, you have the authority. Now give God praise and let God do it. God can only do it, though, when you you and I have faith in him. See, our faith gives him the right to move on our behalf. Because God's not going to do anything unless you want it done. He has the power to get it done, but he wants you and I to take authority over it. Let me say something. God's not going to take away your worrying. God's not going to remove the thing that you're worrying about. He's not going to take it away. It's, it, guess what? It remains. You're going to go to bed with it. You're going to wake up with it. Because see, when you go to sleep, see, when you go to bed, you're thinking about it. When you wake up, you're going to continue where you left off. And continue thinking about it. It's not going away until you take authority over it. And then the Holy Spirit reacts on your authority and tells tells the body, tells the emotions, tells the feeling. All right, get yourself together. You heard what he said. He's taking authority over you. And now whatever you take authority over has to come under your control because you took authority over it. Good God. Let me tell you something. If more couples knew this, the divorce rate would stop going up. Because they're waiting for something to happen, but they're not coming to God who has the power, and they refuse to take authority over what's happening in their marriage. Oh, God. 17th chapter of 1 Kings. 17th chapter. Thank God for the word. We're talking about a man of God here today who walked in authority. I want you to listen to what he said because what he said is vital and important for you to understand how he believed and how what he said came to pass based on this. God had the power to do what he said, and once Elijah took authority, God's power went to work. (laughs) Man, I wish I had some excited folks here. (laughs) You better take the authority. That's why your challenge is take authority. Amen. Take authority. I remember now, I'm not going to tell her when it was because she might try it again. I remember one time I was talking with my wife and I said something to her. And boy, she shot back at me, and I backed up. <laughs> Big as I am, I said, hey. She did it to me one time while I, was, while I was in the hospital. And when I was in the hospital, I told her, I said, well honey, I said, listen. I said, go home. I said, kiss Toya for me. Kiss TJ, tell him I love him. Tell him if daddy doesn't come out of this, he loved him to the end. And she looked at me, she said, what did you say? Man, I'd like to get up out that bed and run. Her eyes changed. Her voice went deeper. And I said, ooh, who this? And she said, don't you ever say that. She said, you're getting out of this place, and I'm taking you home, and you don't say that anymore. I said, yes. She took authority over my foolish words. And I fell right in line with what she took authority over, and I said, yeah, that was kind of stupid to say, even though I meant it. When she took authority over it, I had to back down and say, you know what, she's right. She took authority over my foolish words. And this is what we need to do, saints. We need to take authority in our lives. This is what's happening. This is why so many people's lives are out of control. This is why people can't give up habits. This is why people still walking with addictions. Why? They're not taking authority over what God has given them the right to take authority over. And God has put his power in them, but they're still walking with the habit and the addiction. Why? Because they won't take authority. They're afraid to take authority. Around and tell your neighbor, fear not. fear not. Tell them again, fear not. Fear not. Tell them, take authority. take authority. The right to do something. Listen to this. 1 Kings 17, the first verse. And Elisha the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand there shall not be dew nor rain these years according to my word. Listen to that. He said, there shall not be dew nor rain. In other words, God is saying, and he told Elisha, he said, I'm not sending any water on the earth. Go and tell Ahab that I'm showing him my power I'm taking the water away from the earth for three years. And there's, you know what, when God puts his power to work, guess what, ain't nothing you can do about it. The best you can do is just sit there and stand in awe and watch. Because there's nothing you can do about it. What, this is what David said, it is the Lord's doing. And it is what? Marvelous in our eyes. Because all you can do while God is moving is sit there and watch and let God move. Amen? That's all you can do. Let God move. And when you see God moving, just be quiet. See, that's why I like what Moses said to the children of Israel when they were standing by the Red Sea and talking so much. First thing Moses told them, he said, stand still. In other words, be quiet. Talking too much. Because you know that talking that, that spewing out fear, that blocks God from moving on our behalf, that stops the hand of God from doing a miracle, from doing something great right there in front of us. Because we're so worried about where we're at and what's going on and how things are going to happen instead of just giving God, giving God the, the, uh, 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 the right to know that we We take authority through his word, and God, you have the power. Lord, move. Move for us. We take authority over this situation. We take authority over this circumstance right now. I take authority over this sickness in my body. I take authority over this disease they say I have, which I'm not saying. Amen? How many understand me? This is what we got to do. Elisha went to Ahab and told this wicked king before the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. In other words, there was not a drop of rain is coming. Listen, God's not even giving you dew on the ground. There's gonna be no dew on the ground for three years. Nothing. Until I give the word. And when Elijah, know what Elijah was saying? When I give the word, I'm going to give the word from the same one who's given me this word to give to you. And when God speaks to me, I will speak. And guess what? And then when I speak, something's going to happen. How many know something happens when you speak? How many know that things are happening while you're speaking? Yes. See, let me, let me clear this up. See, we're so busy looking for things in the natural, like I, I, I'm speaking, I'm saying Rose move, Rose move, she ain't going nowhere yet, is she? she ain't, she ain't lift a finger to move. Oh, but you know what, let me tell you something. When I speak in my natural, I got to believe in my spirit that it's already done. And guess what? When I believe it, it's already done. Because I believe it in my spirit, I'm speaking it out loud, and I expect to see God move for my behalf. I take authority. God uses his power. God gets the job done. God gets the glory, I get the victory. I find out I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ that loved us and gave his life for us. Amen. We are saying again, I'm more than a conqueror. Say it again, I'm more than a conqueror. The Lord spoke to him and told him that it will not rain. And Elijah, when it's gonna rain, I'll send you back. But it won't rain. Till I send you back with the word that the rain is coming. Now, listen what happens. But see, now God gives him a word, but then now God has to provide for him. And the next verse and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Listen, get thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook of the brook of Kirith that it is before Jordan that is before Jordan and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there did y'all hear what God said I have commanded the ravens to feed you there by the brook now if anybody knows a raven you know that a raven is a carnivore He eats dead animals that would make us puke, and he doesn't share with anybody. He picks up the food, he gets it, and he takes off. And listen, he don't even share with his posse. He's not sharing with his bird friends. He gets his food, he's selfish, and he leaves. He doesn't share. God said, I'm going to make somebody somebody share with you that doesn't share. I'm going to make somebody help you that would not have helped you. This is what makes this miracle so great. That God can use something that seemed unusable. Here's what i come to tell you. God uses the unusable. God makes the ordinary extraordinary. Because God has the power to change what we have no power to change. See in our eyes, it looks impossible. In our eyes, it looks like it can't be done. But with God, all things, all things, all things are possible. And it's possible to them that what? That believe. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? If you believe it, then God can do it. Listen to what God said. And it shall be, listen, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord, and he went and dwelt by the brook of Kiriath that is before Jordan. Listen. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. How many see that? They brought him exactly what God told him they would bring him, food to survive. I need you to know that God will supply your needs, that God has everything you need and he's going to get it to you, but he needs you and I to walk in our authority. You can't look at the fact that you don't have the money. You can't look at the fact that you don't have the power because you're right. You don't have the power, but the one you serve does have the power. The one you serve has the power to do what you want him to do, what you're looking for. You don't have it, he does. You got to believe he has the power. See, this is why we glorify him. Because when we glorify him, we put him above us. When we magnify him, we make him greater than us so that we could see what he does for us because he's that great oh come on and say it with me he's great. he's great say I serve a great God, I serve a God. listen and listen what the word the word says to us greater is he that is in you I wish I had a church greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world greater is he That means he's greater than your sickness. That means he's greater than your problem. That means he's greater than your dilemma. That means he's greater than your perplexities. That means he's greater than whatever you're facing or confronting, that you serve a great God who's able to turn this thing around when you believe by authority that he can. See, now I want you to, Skip around with me right now. I want you to go to the 18th chapter. Now, I want you to see God bringing an end to what he called, and he called for the water not to come down from the sky. And in the 18th chapter, God is ready. (laughs) God is ready after three and a half years to turn this thing around. (laughs) Somebody said God is going to turn it around. (laughs) Come on and say it again. God's going to turn it around. See you got to believe this. God is turning it around because after three and a half years God is saying, I'm going to send Elijah back because I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to show my people what I can do through my power that the rain does not depend upon how much moisture they send up to the sky because god is the supplier of rain god is the supplier of food god is the one who gives you strength every day to get up and get wealth how many understand this amen god gives you the authority the power and authority to go out and get wealth amen that's why I always recommend when you wake up in the morning, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for another day. David said, this is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because I didn't see this day yesterday. But I thank, I thank God for this day today. So look, so, look what's happening. God is going to shift things. He's going to turn things around. For three and a half years, there's been no rain, there's been no dew, there's been no water on the earth. They've had to scavenge water and find it wherever they can. And now God is going to turn it around to show the people that they have no power to do anything. See, see, let me say something. What you're going through, you're going to have to depend on God because you don't have the power to change it. And for for those of you who are married, you don't got the power to change your spouse. You better believe God. You got to believe God. For those of you that are going through financially, you can't change what you're going through. But I know someone who can provide and take care of you and who can get you what you need. But you got to believe him. Say, I got to believe. Come on and say it again. I got to believe. Say, I got to speak with authority. Come on and say it again. I got to speak with authority. Come on and say it stronger. I got to speak with authority. It's important that we understand that God's authority is absolute and unconditional. Everything and everyone is subject to him. And he has given us authority by faith to speak to the mountains and the mountains shall move. He has given us authority by faith to speak to situations and they shall change. But if we don't speak to them through God's word, guess what? They don't change. They're going to stay the same way they were when you went to bed. And when you get up, they're going to face you again because you trying to change it. You trying to change it, and guess what? You can't, because you don't have the power. But God has given you the authority. What the psalm said, the psalm said when we sing it, I command thee, Satan, in the name of the Lord, listen, drop your weapon and flee. Y'all remember that song? Why? Because God has given me, what? What? Y'all ain't excited about this. You're not excited about this. God has given me authority. Why y'all? Y'all, like, you don't know. Don't you know that's why Brother he's doing like this when they're singing a the song? I command thee, Satan, in the name of the Lord, to drop your weapon and flee. Listen, for God has given me authority. Authority to what? Trample to walk all over thee. Why? Because God has given it to me right. Right. through His power. Demons flee. Not through us. You can sit there over no saying you better leave me alone. I ain't, man. He ain't paying you no attention. he's sitting in the spirit realm busting his butt, his uh, gut laughing. Why? Because you think by your natural words you affect him and you can't. He is unmoved when you cry. He is unmoved when you get angry. That's why the Bible said get angry? Sin not. Because it's not worth you sinning to try to get the enemy to stop. Because guess what? He's not going to do it. He pays no attention to your emotions. He will attack your emotions, but he only wants to stir them up so that he can cause you not to get what you're looking for from God. Good God. And Elijah, listen, Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Verse 18, verse 1. I want to read that again. And it came to pass after many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go, show thyself to Ahab. Listen to what the Lord said. And I will send rain. I will send rain upon the earth. I said it wasn't going to rain, and it didn't. But now I'm ready to send the rain. How many understand that? I'm ready to send the rain. How many are ready for the rain? How many are worshiping and blessing God for the rain? If you believe it, lift your hands right now where you're at. Lift your hands up to the Lord and say, Lord, send the rain. Come on and say it again, Lord, send the rain. All keep that hand unto the Lord and believe, God, that the rain is here. God is sending the rain. Saints, he's sending the rain. I know it's been a dry time in your life, but God said, I'm sending the rain. I'm sending my power right to the place where you have taken authority. I'm sending my rain in that area. Ooh, do you know what water is to a drought? Do you know what water is to a land that's in famine? That means that I was going to die, but because God is now sending the rain, that I will live. Because God is sending the rain. Rain means life. And when life comes, everybody lives. Everybody prospers because God is sending what we need. See, I come to let you know, God knows what you need, and he's sending it. You ought to be happy about it. There ought to be some smiling faces in here today. Because you believe God by faith, I know God knows what I need, and God is sending it. So I'm happy, I am joyful about it. See, that's why we dance up in here. We don't dance up in here so you can sit back and, well, at least I hope not. See, when I'm praising God, I'm not praising God so you look at me and say, Oh, he's so saved. Oh, he loved the Lord so much. No, I'm praising God because you don't know, like I know, what he's done for me and what he's done for me, you couldn't do for me. That's why I'm giving them praise. That's why I'm giving them glory because he's done impossible things for me. I shouldn't be here, I should be dead but God. Tell your neighbor, but God. See that, see, you got to, see, whenever you run into a situation, you got to have a but God in your mouth. You got to be ready to, but God, who is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think, he's going to move on my behalf. Oh, say by his word, God is going to move Okay, now go with me further down into the scripture, and I want you to go with me further down because I want you to go down to the 41st verse, 40th verse. You ready? In the 18th chapter, same chapter in the 18th, 40th verse, listen, and Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, and let not one of them escape. And they took them and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and slew them there. See, I need you to understand this. I need you to see the bigger picture of this. The prophets were worshipers of false gods. See, and Elijah said, I want you to grab them and let not one of them escape. See, there's a lot of things We're taking care of, but we're taking care of some of the things, not all of them. See, we've stopped walking around with the mad face, but still worrying. See, we let that go, but we're still worrying. Elijah said, let not one of them escape. In other words, whatever is holding you back, you've got to bring it all before God and not try to hold anything back. God wants everything that's not like Him to be destroyed. You can't go to God with what you want. Well, uh, okay, it's, 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 it's like you—it's like you giving away things in your house. Okay, well, I'm gonna give away that. Have y'all ever saw that that hoarding show? You ever saw the show where they hoard? you never seen it? It's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen in your life. But guess what? And listen, the, hoard, the hoarders, they agreed to let some stuff go, but they're still trying to hold on. To, uh, somebody got to appreciate this. They let some of the stuff go, but they're still trying to hold on to most of it. But listen, when the psychiatrist begins to work with them, They find out that the hoarders are not just trying to keep some of it. They're trying to keep all of it because they don't know how to let go. See, I'm here to let you know that God is telling you, let go. Stop holding on to it. You cannot hold on to it and keep it and be blessed. If you want to see God's word work in your life, you've got to let it all go. You've got to lay it all out on the altar. You've got to give God all of it. You can't give God some of it because eventually you're going to take back what you gave him because you're trying to hold on to some of it. And God is saying, let go. I don't want you to just let go of the anger. I want you to let go of thinking about it. I don't just want you to let go of thinking about it. I want you to let go of the anger you had about it. I don't want you just to forgive. I want you to do your best to forget. How many understand? You know that. I forgive you. I forgive you, but I don't forget. I'm watching you, sleeping there with the person. I forgive. I'm still watching you because you don't know the power of forgetting. Forgetting doesn't say you erase it from your mind. Forgetting says, I refuse to let this take control of me. I refuse to let this make my decisions. I refuse to let this influence me and in what I do next. I take authority over the enemy. I take authority over my thoughts. I take authority over my worries, and I give it to God, and I believe that God is going to work it out. Give God a hand praise if you believe it in this place right now. Oh, say it with me. God is working it out. Say it again. God is working it out. And listen to this. Verse 41, and Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up. Because he killed all his wife's prophets. Listen to what he said. Get thee up and eat and drink. Oh, but listen to what he said. He said, for there is the sound of the abundance of rain. Hello, kiddy. No one's seen rain for three years. I know it looks like no peace is ever coming. It looks like when am I going to smile? When am I going to feel released from what's going on? But Elijah said, I hear the sound. He admitted, I don't see it. But there is the sound. There was a word from the Lord, because remember, the Lord already told him, I will send the rain. He believes that the rain is coming. And he says it out loud, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I don't see it, but it's coming. See. Your eyes deceive you because what you're looking for in your eyes, you should have already heard through the word. And what you should dance about is not because you see it, but because you know that you're taking authority and God has the power to do it. So listen, I'm dancing because I heard it. I'm dancing because I know it. I'm shouting because God is going to do it. Because listen, once I've heard this, twice I've even heard this, that the power belongs to who? I don't see it, but I hear it. See anytime you hear the word of God, you got to believe what it says. And then you got to rejoice over what God said, in spite of how bad you feel, in spite of how dire things look. You got to believe what God said. Because what God said takes precedent and authority and power over how I'm feeling and thinking. And Elijah told him, just What he knew in his heart, but have not seen yet. He said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And listen, there ain't even a cloud in the sky. But he only spoke. You're not getting it. Why did he say this? Why did he say this? Because God already told him what he was going to do and he believed what God said and because he knew God said it he had the audacity to say it he had the boldness to repeat what God said knowing that God would not fail and really when you when you hear what God said you're looking for it Amen. that's what hope is that's what hope is it's the expectation of the thing you're believing god for is coming so even though i've only heard it i already see it to the point wherein God i thank you for i thank you for I bless you for it. The upstairs is not done yet, but God, thank you for it. Thank you for the money we need to get it done. Thank you for the repairs that we need so we walk in. I, in my imagination, I already see us walking in. In my imagination, I already see that it's already done. See, I, I imagine it, and I know it. God's going to do it. oh, you thought God just gave you imagination to think of wicked things and just to invent things for yourself? No. God gave you an imagination so you can see what he's already told you he's done. That's why he gave you the imagination. Stir it up and see what God said rather than always thinking, well, what can I invent to make me some money? What can I do to bring me some happiness? No. No. Use that imagination to see what God said. Woo! I've been doing it. I've been saying, oh God, you gave us eternal life. And I've been seeing myself walking with my family in heaven, not worrying about death, not worrying about what's coming next, not worrying because we got a place like that where we don't have to worry where all worry is gone. Where all what's going to happen is done with. God is going to remove things as we know it. He's going to incinerate the world as it is. And he's going to give us a new earth and a new heaven. And he's going God is going to wipe our tears. Anybody hear me? God is going to wipe your tears and you will not cry anymore, and you will not learn war anymore. You're gonna take your instruments of war and beat them into the farming tools, and you're gonna farm the land, and you're gonna eat off the fat of the land, and there'll be howdy, howdy, and never goodbye. You're gonna walk, listen here, you're gonna walk on water. You're gonna walk on water. Listen here, there'll be no sickness there. There'll be no sickness there. Listen here, there'll be no moodiness there. So all that moodiness you go through every day, you ain't going to go through that anymore. Every day you're going to wake up with a smile. Hey, why don't you start practicing now? Let's practice now. Well, I know a few people need to hear that. So they wake up feeling a little better. Ah, you waking up this great day and already you angry wake, waking up with attitude bless the Lord how you do that after a good night's sleep wake up with attitude the devil is a liar you should wake up this is the day the Lord has made oh yeah my leg might not move for a minute but after that minute get up and give God a praise I I got, listen, hop on the other leg and bless the Lord. Amen? Amen. Don't wait for the body to activate. Listen, because you know what? You have the authority to praise him here. See, saints, that's what, what, these are the things we don't realize. With the authority we have, we take authority over our body over our thoughts, over our minds, over our feelings, over our emotions. And these are the things that's usually to us uncontrollable. And God says, I give you authority over them. So I don't have to wake up angry and don't know why. Because of what happened in my childhood and I'm 50 and it seems like I still haven't gotten over it. When God told me, I give thee power and authority over all things. Say it with me. I have the authority. Say it again. I have the authority. Say God has given me authority. Say it again. God has given me authority. What I need to understand is that God has the power. I'm going to read this last verse and then we're going to go. I want you to see that what God said he made come to pass. Verse 44, and it was time past, wait a minute, oh sorry, going back. <laughs> Amen, got a little bit ahead of myself. Verse, listen, verse, verse 45, and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens were black with clouds and the wind And there was a what? You better read it again. There was a what? There was a great rain. After three and a half years, God sent the rain. Listen, I don't care how long you've been going through. God is sending the rain. I don't care how long you've been down about it. God is sending the rain. Let me say something. And they don't take God all night. God can do it right now. But He's waiting for you and I to take authority. You know why it took God three and a half years to send the rain? Because the people were that wicked. They wouldn't turn. They wouldn't turn to God. They were wicked. It was so bad that God had to kill all the prophets of Baal for the people to say, The Lord, He is God. And then after God got rid of them, then all the people, listen, all the people turned to God. And then Elijah told them, uh, told Ahab about the rain. And now listen, here comes the rain, a great rain. And because God told the prophet about the rain... The prophet believed about the rain and Ahab got on his horse. Why? Because the prophet told him, get out of town. And Eli, listen, Ahab is riding to the city. But the hand of the Lord was upon the prophet and the prophet took up his coat and tied it with his belt and he got to running in the rain. My God. Look at the power of God. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Look at the power of God. He tied up his coat and got to running. And when Ahab got to the city, guess who was there at the gate? (laughs) You know who was there? Elijah. Waited for him. What took you so long? I've been here waiting for you because the power of God drove him to beat the horse to the gate. Come on and stand with me. Come on and stand with me. Oh, come on and say it. My God's got it like that. He does wonderful and great things but he does it for those who believe him you are right you have no power to change it but God does and I've come to let you know as a prophet of the Lord i come to let you know that God is changing it right now as you begin to take authority over it As you begin to take authority over your lifestyle, God, everything I do, Lord, let it be pleasing to you. God, let it glorify you. God is going to give you authority over what you're going through. And I want you to speak. God wants you to speak with authority, amen. Do you notice that people on the job, they speak with authority. And you get things done. You know why? Because that's the authority that's been given to them. Do you not know that God has given you authority? He has given to you, not sold to you, given you authority over you, first of all, over the earth. And over all things that concern you. I want you to lift your hands with me now. Lift your hands with me now. I want you to think about it in your life right now where you have given over your authority. I want you to think about it right now where have you given over your authority? And I want you to know that God wants you to take that authority back. If it's your emotions, God says, I've given you authority over it. If it's your feelings, God says, I've given you authority over it. If it's your finances, God is saying, I've given you authority over it. He's given you authority. He's given you authority over your debt. I know what you're saying. You're saying, Bishop, how is this possible? I only make this much. I only bring home this much. God is going to show you how to stretch what you have. First of all, he needs you to repent for the silly financial mistakes you have made. He needs you to ask for forgiveness for giving away your money to things that wouldn't prosper. See, there's some changes that has to be made. Changes in thinking, changes in doing, changes in the places that we go, changes in the things that we do. There has to be change. I'm going to pray this prayer right now because you have the authority. You are a child of God, you are a child of the King. You have the authority. It's in your mouth. Use it. Speak with authority. Speak with authority. As I begin to pray, I want you to think about those things where you have lost authority, and I want you to begin to speak in your heart to them now and take authority over them. In Jesus' name, do we agree? Do we agree? Take authority over them right now as we begin to pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. God, we give you the glory, and we give you the honor right now. Lord, we bless you for what you're doing. We thank you, God, that by faith you have given us the authority over things in our lives, over our emotions, over our finances, over our mentality, over our thinking. And Lord, we believe that we have authority in Jesus' name, that we can speak with authority, that we can take authority and challenge ourselves to live according to your word. And Father, we believe you right now, that is done. We trust you right now that you're moving things out of our way. We believe you that we have the authority to walk in peace and in love and in joy. And we thank you for it now. Now, Father, as we leave this place but not your presence, continue to keep us, guide us, and protect us in our several ways. And we believe you now that you will bring us back here safely, that we will glorify your name and honor you for all that you have done. Come on and praise God with your hands right now. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, you can do better than that. Bless the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. praise. God is good. And all the time. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy your week. Thanks.